0: Happy Monday, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over the 137 glorious minutes of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie, Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of tvdads.com.
1: And I am host number two, Mark Cerulli of covertops.tv. And uh, we have a very distinguished guest today, Sherwood Harrington. He's the astronomy professor at De Anza Community College, and welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, Mark. And uh, my wife will be real happy to hear that I have become distinguished. That's better than extinguished, I suppose.
1: (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. My my wife only uses that word in uh, discussions about my hair. (laughs) It's okay, honey. You look distinguished. Uh, oh, I thought you meant extinguish. Oh, yeah, that's that. That's yeah, that's it. me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we are still up in the air with uh, uh, with flight uh, two of uh, going to Rome, and, or actually, we were going to Rome, but now uh, Captain Harris has decided to make a slow left turn and uh, take us back as carefully and slowly and as inconspicuously as you can with a seven hundred seven, so that uh, the man in twenty three A doesn't. Uh, explode his briefcase that's currently in his lap so uh, we have a, a nice you know, a nice introduction for uh, an astronomy subject is the uh, the stars are passing by the open or the not the open window but the, the front window of the aircraft uh doesn't look too much uh in the way of accuracy uh except for the i, I guess the uh <laughs> they are bright and shining stars. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's uh,
2: uh, but it, it's on for only a, a few seconds, and I guess it's just to establish that they are turning left.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think they used a lot of uh, technical advice on on what the what the stars should like look like. They were heading they're heading east. This is the first week in January, so uh, and it's crystal about clear. Yeah, so I think Orion would be off to the right somewhere. Uh, So there's really nothing.
2: Well, we we can get to that. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: well, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's 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 go through the uh, the opening couple of seconds after we uh we watch uh, Captain Harris who has been uh, uh, turning the plane. We go back into the cabin where uh, Vern is talking with stewardess Gwen about uh, not serving dinner yet. So uh, lock it all up in the cabinets, and uh, if anybody complains, I guess. Uh, they can kept...
1: throw them some pretzels. Did yeah. they have little pretzels back then?
0: Well, I, well, we do know they had stale nuts. So, yeah,
2: yeah they had stale nuts
0: and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So just pass out a couple of packs of Chesterfields and we'll just hold <laughs> hold off on dinner. I kept, uh, Gwen gives him a little bit of uh, encouragement by saying, be careful, Vern, which is something that he really hasn't followed any, any time previously in his life.
2: In any way.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh... <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> He he uh he turns around and heads back toward the uh the girls and tourists. Be Tourist. careful, Vern.
1: Right, <laughs> take precautions. For a
0: change, be careful. Yeah,
1: right, For a change, exactly.
0: <laughs> Think about what you're doing. So uh, he he walks toward the back and uh, uh, passes by uh, several. He doesn't
1: other... walk, so He saunters. That's true. Well, it's
0: Dean
2: Martin. I don't yeah. think he yeah. could walk normally.
0: Yeah. He, I mean, it, it, we're fortunate that he managed to hold off giving people finger pistols as he's walking by. Just kidding.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're grabbing a microphone, maybe. But, uh, so uh, we watch uh, that careful acting by uh, Jacqueline Bessette as she's uh, reshuffling the, this, uh, the trays to be stowed. Uh, so many bottles. They've got a bottle of white and a bottle of red, and I guess that would be champagne parked on her, uh, uh, her little coffee tray in the back there.
1: And look um, at all that China, huh?
0: Wow! Yeah, <laughs> days of long ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, although we,
1: I remember flying to Portugal in the mid '80s, and they would, uh, when you would order a special meal, I was food coach, of course. They would the the food was uh, on the uh, china, as I remember.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that is definitely a, a first class delicacy. I I can remember growing up. Uh, my mom worked for American Airlines. And every once in a while, as a non-revenue passenger, we'd wind up getting bumped to first class. And just the the nature of having real metal uh, utensils and actual glassware, some kind of ceramics, was always just a thrill to have. And uh, You know, little things like they'd hand you those warm towels on tongs. Just, I, I'm sure it's still... They, I, they used to do that yeah. in the coach yeah yeah they'd say here you don't know, get, get you to freshen up and then they walk by and pick mm. up all the towels and <laughs> now right. it's uh i think if they handed them out people would be applying them to their feet and things that were <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. their knees <laughs> yes. they use them to to pad out their knees <laughs> with, the, with the chair in front of them
2: uh, or to put over the mouth of the chatterbox in the next row up
1: ex- exactly yes,
0: yeah. yes. Uh, useful wow well there's a uh, uh, you know, it, it.
1: and he gets a very civilized uh, wave from a first-class passenger. Yeah. Oh, Captain,
0: <laughs> who's flying the plane? I, uh, <laughs> so then he goes to the uh, the relative squalor of uh, of coach, where we catch up with the Schultz family, my uh, <laughs> my favorite traveling partners in this entire movie. This um, is Schultz grabs. The captain by the sleeve, which today would earn you a TSA pat down, I think, if you if you touched a an employee of the company like that. But uh, she was uh, bringing Captain Demarest over to ask about uh, Skylar, their young their young high school uh, uh, navigator or, or astronomer, who's sitting in the oh, window seat.
2: And is obviously brilliant because he's wearing those enormous horn-rimmed glasses. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I feel sorry for this this guy. He must have had a, a heck of a time in uh, in junior high school.
0: <laughs> but he, yeah, he's either he's either a brilliant or a Buddy Holly fan. That's the only. There guy. you go.
1: Well, he's now probably a dot-com billionaire. So yeah,
0: yeah, he uh, worked. He could be living uh, somewhere in Cupertino. You never know. The, yeah. Uh,
1: Look for him at the Starbucks yeah. after, after the show.
0: Which of the
2: several thousand
1: yeah. Starbucks?
0: <laughs> the one inside the other Starbucks, yeah. Uh, right. So uh, Mrs. Schultz uh, uh, calls, him, uh, calls him over, and then uh, uh, Dear Skyler asks the, the question of the, of the minute uh, where he was pointing out the window and seeing Virgo and Leo, and now he's starting to see Ursa Minor and Cassiopeia, which means that they must be turning around. So uh must indeed. Yeah. So uh we we know this is uh winter time and uh uh I guess that, that all seems to seems to flow that he's seeing the uh, uh he's seeing the zodiac out the out the left as he was uh flying in the northern hemisphere and uh now seeing Ursa I wouldn't think that Ursa Minor would be the thing that he'd pick out. I would have thought he would have picked out Ursa Major. Well um, let's let's go back a,
2: a couple of steps before that.
0: Okay. And ask if
2: he could see anything. It would uh, because the cabin lights are full on, he's looking through two thick panes—six, well, th- three if you count his glasses—and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, have you ever actually been able to see constellations through an airline? You're the aerospace guy, Jim.
0: Yeah, I mean i've I've seen I've seen planets. I've seen you know large. Large constellations that are easy to recognize, you know, like Orion, you can see. It. I would think that if he were—it's winter time, it's nighttime, and he's flying eastbound in the northern hemisphere—I would think the first thing he would have said was, "I can see Orion." That I would be can the, see
1: Uranus. That would be the most likely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. I, I'm of you did. <laughs> 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 You're a good sport, Sherwood. Thank you. Oh <laughs>
0: But, yeah, I mean, I would have thought the most obvious thing that he would have seen in the wintertime in the south at this time of night would have been Orion. I mean. Actually not, Jim. Yeah.
2: I uh, I stepped through this in the planetarium. I probably could have done it with a phone app, but I've got the planetarium, so what the heck. <laughs> bring uh, it up on the dome. as well. Yeah, bring it up on the dome. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll I'll step through my assessment of Skylar here. Please do. Uh, yeah, I'm a teacher. I have to give grades on everything. Um, as you said, this is uh, kind of early January. What is it, January seventh? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think we're it's it's a Friday in January, 1970. I think it's like either the the sixth to the ninth is the closest I can pin it down. So somewhere in there. Yeah,
2: some yeah. someplace in there. Really, really doesn't matter the precise date. Um, And they're on a nonstop to Rome from Chicago. And if you look at the Great Circle route from, uh, excuse me, Chicago to Rome, uh, from Chicago to Rome, it starts out almost due northeast uh, for quite a while, up into kind of northern Quebec. And I kind of figured that this minute, that we're looking at here might be roughly two hours into the flight. Is okay. that uh Yeah, so sound, it's about 11—they sound...
0: uh, they left at 10, so it's about 11—it's mid, right. almost midnight. Like close, close almost mid-
2: midnight, uh, 1 a.m. Yeah. Quebec time. I, and I had them um, about 800 miles from Chicago due northeast— which put them in the vicinity of 49 degrees north, 75 west. So that's what I set up the planetarium for uh, at about, I had it at 1.30 to 2 a.m. Okay. Uh, at that latitude on, well, kind of in mid-January. And since they're going essentially due northeast, Skyler would be looking uh, to the southeast. Yeah. And at that time, uh, the most obvious constellations that he would see, well, the only obvious one would be Leo, but Virgo would be right there too. But of course, there's only one bright star in Virgo, that being Spica. Yeah. Um, but Orion uh, would not be all that evident in that direction. So he got that part right.
0: Okay, so he, he had he had a chance there at at being now. Um, yes, yeah, Spica, Spica would be one of the, one of the brightest uh, stars in, the, right. in that part of the sky, so I think yeah, that would probably be what he'd latch onto.:
2: That's what he'd latch onto, and At 1.30 to 2 a.m. from there, uh, Leo and Virgo are sufficiently above the horizon to be obvious, but not so high up that he'd have to crane his neck and look upward or try to look upward out of that window.
0: Yeah, I'm, so, I'm. I'm picturing him like pu- cupping his hands on either side of his face right. and trying to, you know, not yep. fog right. up the window. Right, right.
1: And hopefully, it's not too pitted and scratched. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> right. Um,
2: and then when they turn around, <clears throat>
1: excuse me, sorry about that. I have no a little
2: amphibian in my throat here. <laughs> I turn around and go back to the southwest. I at that point. Um, he's looking to the northwest and the most obvious constellations that he would see would be Perseus and Cassiopeia. But Ursa, Ursa Minor would be very high up and to the back. So he'd have to turn around and look upward through the fuselage to see Ursa Minor.
0: Right. Yeah, I would think he would see the I mean, the closest he could come to that would be the pointer stars on the big Dipper would uh
2: yeah, yeah, but those would also be pretty high
0: yeah yeah, so I guess it's just a it's a point of the script, but some somewhere somebody. Well, I don't, I don't know if they rented out the uh, Griffith Park Observatory to figure this one out, but uh, they somewhere somebody actually looked at a, a star chart for winter time. Yeah, like they
2: and, did. I mean, it, it it was pretty good homework. Uh, it, they got three out of four. And that's seventy five percent. I'd give that a C plus.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. so yeah, it's just right, oh, show man. all work on this. <laughs> right.
1: I guess I know how I do
2: in your class, I <laughs> <Sure
1: wouldn't. laughs>
2: uh, yeah, work on the pronunciation of Uranus. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
2: a most unfortunate uh, I you
0: know I hadn't I hadn't looked uh, any idea on the lunar phases at, at the time of January 1970. Let me just see where. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm well, gonna... I
2: had it. I had it set for January 15th, and okay. uh, I, I didn't see the moon anywhere. In fact, I I I wasn't. Wasn't really that concerned uh, with where the moon was because I didn't think I had the date right.
0: Uh, oh, I'm looking. I, at, yeah, new new moon on January seventh, first quarter of the fourteenth. So yeah, the wouldn't moon wouldn't uh, pl- apply at midnight. So no, we'd have to no. wait until the twenty second before it was full. Right. So, uh, wow. So uh, I guess accurate enough for a Dean Martin movie. <laughs>
2: it accurate enough for a Dean Martin movie, and uh, it's it's. it's I think the whole thing is to lead up to Dean Martin's Jabberwocky. Yes, uh, which, it, was, which it does perfectly well. It
0: was go- that was that was um, I think Blazing Saddles had that uh, that line about another fine example of frontier rubbish. That was
2: it's exactly and and also a precursor to the I speak jive bit in that yeah. other movie. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 I do want to find out what a setzel wind is, though. I, I would want to know how to protect against that. I would think that uh, you'd have to worry about that at high altitudes. I, um, I would think so. But uh, stunning. And I wonder how much of that was, I would assume that it's all scripted, that Dean had to learn all those words to, to drop in. And uh, it would be interesting to see the outtakes on it if he didn't get the cadence right oh, or yeah. something. Oh yeah.
1: I didn't see him. He wasn't obviously reading that, Jim. He might have committed that line to memory,
0: which would be frankly astonishing. Although he is looking <laughs> hey,
1: He's a pro. You it... know, we can, you know, with all due respect, the man was a a great pro.
0: Yeah, well when you well, actually, I mean, I'm looking at the scene right now, it goes from about second 30 uh 39 to about sec, uh second 45 and I I could swear that he you know, that's an isolated shot. He doesn't have to act with anybody. I could see him standing there with the camera in front of him and a big old card saying all this stuff no, you're probably just right. to yeah. the left.
2: Yeah, um, I'm looking at his eyes while he was doing that and he does appear to be scanning a little bit left to right.
0: Yeah, so Skylar might have been played by a big piece of cardboard at that you point. Could... <laughs>
1: And Jim, how badly do you want the uh, Golden Argosy Rome menu in second forty-seven?
0: Oh, I'm I'm just looking behind Dino. Uh, I want I want an entire linen closet full of those TGA golden blankets, (laughs) Mm. and and the little fedora (laughs) that's perched on top of them, like there. That's that's what that's what carry-on luggage amounted to back then. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, those nice fluffy pillows that are probably clean at the time. (laughs) Yeah. They they probably wash them and everything. So, um, but yeah, that uh, I, I do want to cut my my mustache down to that perfect uh, delta. It, it, it's almost like a carrot mark on that fellow's uh, face. It's just a perfectly quaffed mustache. There's not a not a hair out of place.
2: I um, mean, Skylar's dad.
0: Skylar's dad. Yeah, he just. Mm. It, it's a perfect counterpoint. He almost looks like an emoticon if you look at his eyebrows and his mustache. It just looks, he does. He does. It's just a slash and a backslash, and and then the carrot mark. But uh, g- great, great acting too. I mean, they, they do know how to just react to Dino. Um, and Skylar getting, Skyler getting schooled by Dean was an interesting uh, ploy. I'm not sure if uh, I'm trying to think of where. The negative image of a nerd is being used in modern movies. I haven't seen that since maybe *The Goonies* uh, yes. as as a thing. I mean, usually, if you know some, it's typically used as a point of comedy that if you know if you know more than other people in in, in a movie, uh, getting the smackdown from somebody in a movie was a common thing back then. Especially if you're wearing horn glasses. I mean, horn rim glasses was was almost like a. Uh, uh, a signal flare of saying you can pick on this guy it's all right i think of um uh i can't remember the they yeah, we... they the, the, there was a character actor in its mad 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 world who was uh, they ran a gas station while, uh uh jonathan winters was getting mad at the mad at them and basically he, he wrecks the entire gas station but this this would be a similar character
2: <laughs> yeah, well, the the nerd is now celebrated
0: yeah you, know, you
2: just you just look at the big bang theory big um, bang yeah exactly sure exactly. yeah
0: yeah and and they wind up they wind up getting the girl too apparently it's the big the big thing now so it's uh yeah, yeah i mean this this is and the money and the yeah that's true oh, yeah i mean except for you yeah i've <laughs> just got, got to learn how to monetize these things it's one of those one of those events but a beautiful minute in this i uh, i mean dino gives a nice little performance all neatly packaged and uh it's a perfect setup the uh you're getting ready to see how's he going to handle this because other people are listening in as as he's telling about this. People are going wait, we're turning around. So uh, he does manage to to bring it down, and uh, it's a nice light portion of what's going. I mean, we're going to as this week goes on, it's going to start getting kind of serious. So this is a nice light touch to bring the audience up before uh, they let them you know drop over the precipice. Well, I
2: I, I think it also. Uh, spurs the audience to care about the people who are about to be put into significant danger.
0: That's true. They're not just, you know, faceless people in the crowd. It's, uh, you you Mm -hmm. realize there's a mom and a dad and a kid going to Rome. Um, It really just brings you, it makes you one of the passengers actually.
1: Right. Where the Roman women are going to go crazy for him.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) The hottest thing is horn glasses in Rome. Uh, Yeah. And a scooter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's can't exactly. a uh, Vespa. He'll be sitting on a Vespa. Yeah, ready to
0: roll. Wow. Uh, Sherwood, do you remember your first uh, uh, airline trip? I don't
2: remember my first one. I'm told that it was a, uh, the propeller flight from Binghamton, New York to Washington, DC, but I, I don't remember that. But I do remember, uh, the first times that I sort of regularly took airline flights, uh, around significant distances. And that was about the time of this movie. Uh, that was when I was in graduate school, 69, 70, 71, and it was wonderful then. It was a, a great adventure. It was uh, very easy. It was very comfortable, and it was very cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, was it expensive?
1: The... Was it more expensive no, flying then? No,
2: it, it was. I could do it in graduate school. I could barely wow. buy milk. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. wow. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was just such a wonderful time to be in. I mean, there are things that you I, I can remember the smell of the smoke. This it, one of the things that's missing yeah. from this scene is that there would be a a, a giant uh, purple gray uh, cloud. Yeah, there a haze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, I, I can remember sunshine going through the windows as you were you know like if you were walking back from the lavatory, you could see it almost looked like those right. uh, those classic nineteen forties pictures of Grand Central uh, Terminal with the, yeah. the shafts of light yeah. coming through. Yeah. Right. Uh, don't don't miss that too much. But uh, no. you know, there's been there's been trade offs. But uh, it's interesting seeing this this view of the past. Um, it and is, there was and
1: virtually it's all... No, I mean, security was perfunctory. No. Not like I mean, I I can't remember. I, I I remember my first flight was in the in the '60s, and I don't remember any real security. You know, you had your ticket, you went on board.
2: Yeah, like a bus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Up, up those the flight of stairs instead of the jetway. So. Yeah. Um and that, and that gap just at the top where you're like I'm on a ladder and I'm going to get on a plane. <laughs> um, yeah, just a uh, it's interesting seeing how much has changed and how much remains the same. I mean, it, it, there's there's still people getting on a bus and grumbling <laughs> over over prices. And nice to nice to see. And it's amazing the kind of memories that this movie has sparked in people. And we've talked with with a bunch of people from you know people our age and people younger and, and older. Uh, that for some it just seems like this is a continuous you know a continuous thing, and it's not that much different. But it, it really is amazing seeing. There aren't that many kids on this on this plane. There's the one kid that the um, the Italian boy that's that's playing with uh, the customs officer's daughter or niece. And then mm. Skylar. and that's about it. And nowadays, you know, the plane would be loaded with screaming babies and things like that. And yeah, it's, um, it's rather uh, uniform—all adults in this in this scene. Or in, 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 and
2: speaking speaking of uniform, we did have a few guys in uniform. I think as Dino was walking down the aisle. Yeah. I. But the the general clothing, uh, it's like Sunday at church clothing too, and that that speaks to a, a different sense of what it meant to fly. Uh, it was something special, something to look forward to, something that you dressed, I dressed up, up for. for.
1: Yeah, uh, and
2: both Skylar and his dad. I'm looking at that s- uh, still now. Uh, have ties on, mm-hmm. and how strange that would be if you walked onto a plane and saw that today.
0: Yeah, that that would be uh, kind of a fish out of water thing if you saw if you saw yeah. somebody like that. I was right. like, Why is he wearing a tie? We're on a plane. Right. Um, must
2: be going to a job interview.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and no and no overhead uh you know there's nobody fighting for the overhead compartments there are no overhead compartments are no yeah right yeah and no i mean other than wit Bissell carrying that little stethoscope styled uh headset nobody's listening to anything nobody's zoning out in their own little world with you know their media player and things um and i guess it's the the art of conversation had to continue (laughs) at, at that time um but well, sure. Thanks so much for being on, on the show. This is uh, it, it's a great start for our week. As we're going to get uh, more, <laughs> this is this is the calm before the storm. Um, but thanks, exactly. for, thanks for use, using the resources available to you to, you, to uh, confirm or deny the the, the confirmation.
2: I tell you, Jim, any excuse to use that stuff in the next room, <laughs> I I will take.
0: What what is your do you have a Zeiss or uh, are you using everything uh, in Sutherland?
2: The De Anza Planetarium was uh, completely remodeled, refurbished, re-equipped uh, 10 years ago, shortly after the good people of this district voted the community college district about half a billion dollars in uh, in bonds. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have a wonderful constituency up here. They recognize the the value of community colleges to the community. Um, but we had the opportunity, which we grabbed, to put in both a digital system. We use the SkyScan, uh, digital sky for that, and an optical mechanical system. Uh, the optical mechanical system we've got is the Konica Minolta, hmm. and that's an awful lot of inside baseball. But uh, no, the, the 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 difference between the digital sky. And the optical mechanical sky is startling. The digital, of course, you're doing essentially a, a flight simulator on steroids. It's wonderful for flying around the universe, flying around the solar system. But it doesn't give a particularly realistic view of what the nighttime sky looks like from a clear, dark country location. But the optical-mechanical one, kind of the successor to the old light bulb in a hollow sphere design, uh, the technology for that, to me, is magic. You know, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from, et cetera. But, man, does it produce a a stunningly beautiful nighttime sky. Mm. The stars are made, uh, made to have different brightnesses in the way that they actually do in the real sky. They all have the same apparent size but different intensities. And in the digital sky, that's backward. Stars are made to have different brightnesses by having them be different-sized blobs on the dome, oh. which is completely unrealistic. Yeah. Um, it, so anyway, we we managed to have the best of both of those worlds here.
0: And can they be used at the same time? I mean, yeah, does yes, it, they can. Wow. They
2: can be synchronized.
0: Thing, uh, so, uh, and is it, I mean, is it the classic barbell look on the on the optical one? Uh, no, the
2: optical one is a, a single ball.
0: Oh. Wow. Uh, I, I will have to, I, the next time I'm in Northern California, I will definitely stop by to see this. It sounds, Please it do. sounds fantastic. Please I, do. I uh, and
2: actually, if if you're curious about what some of the equipment looks like, uh, the URL for our planetarium is planetarium.deanza.edu.
0: Awesome. Well, I will I will put that on our episode page so people can uh, can check it out and, and click on it directly once they're out of their cars or wherever they're listening to this, uh, right. this show. But, uh, again, thanks so much. I, I definitely will be, the next time I'm in Northern California, I will be stopping by to see this. Sounds fantastic. Um, please... please do, and Mark, you too
1: absolutely absolutely it sounds fascinating
0: yeah it's a nice ride up the coast for you mark so get up there <laughs> um the uh for for those of us who are, are not currently in california but uh, would like to uh, find out more about this please go to our website uh where the, where these links will be we're at the great big website of com, where you can catch up on any previous episodes or you know catch up on new ones Uh, We also have a couple of different ways for you to uh, check up on us uh, with uh, social media. At Twitter, we're on Airport Minute. At Facebook, we're at Airport Minute. Or you can also look for the Airport Minute Commanders Club, where everybody chats about these kind of things. Um, If you would like to get this particular uh, podcast or any of the other Movies by Minute podcasts uh, delivered to you Monday through Friday, uh, check us out on iTunes and subscribe. Just search for Airport Minute and click the subscribe button. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with more... um, Dean Martin trying to not not look like he's too nervous about walking up on a guy with a a, a case full of T but we'll uh, we'll see how Dino handles the the rest of this little ride uh, shortly as we as we go through the next uh, week. Uh, Sherwood, thanks again so much for being on. And uh, oh,
2: my pleasure. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Well, you may be back on again. We may have some further questions about the sky. So <laughs> hang on to your seat. Um, <laughs> Thank but, uh, you so much. Yeah, and uh, uh, my pleasure, Mark. We will see you all. Uh, tomorrow right here on the airport minute until then good day bye-bye nice going sweetheart remind me to send a thank you note to mr. (laughs) bowling